Hey guys, it's Keith. And this is Jesse. And this is a new player as Jim. A podcast about the video games people love and why they love them. And today we are doing something different. And oh my God, are you in for it? I hate it. I don't know. Keith, how should we even talk can about you guys this? I feel my energy right now. Yeah, you can feel it. Uh, is, this, is, this, is this how I am the whole time, Aristotle? 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 Prep everyone what this tell, is like. Tell people what sat in here with us. Uh,. I would turn on some lights if there aren't any, because mm-hmm. we sat mostly in darkness. We and did. It certainly added to the darkness. Of yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, guys, today we are talking about a game. Keith, what's this game called? America's Army. It was made by the U.S. military to recruit children to join the military. It's a game you can go play right now on Steam, and it's when you true. give them their email address, they email you to let you know your confirmation code. And that, Like the military. Yeah. Yeah. So listen, we get into uh, things that we hate about this game and about our culture. It gets uh, it gets pretty real. Um, How do you talk about a video game made by the U.S. government without talking about the U.S. government and the purpose of said video game? Yeah. So we we, we didn't hold back. Uh, I will say that at a few points in this episode, uh, we're just randomly editing in moments where we talk about things that are nicer and happy to make you feel more at ease. So we hope that helps, and then I, it I, ends I, with a lighthearted discussion I just with want Aristotle. People know that it has very positive reviews yeah. on Steam. Yeah, has very good reviews. Uh, the first review that I see is you always see videos about the best free first-person shooter games, and this one's never listed, but it's hands down the best one. Yeah, you want to know why it's never listed? It's propaganda. It's fucking propaganda. It's propaganda. <laughs> anyway. You'll see. We'll get to it. Keith, is there anything we should add before jumping in? Uh, uh you ever thought there'd be a worse company than EA? There is. <laughs> it's, well, you'll see. <laughs> All right, let's do it. This is New Players Join. Jesse. I'm going to go see Motion City Soundtrack. With who? Uh, with my friend Katie from a gym. She is, I don't actually know what Katie's job is, but she, she hangs out with bands. She but hangs she's out not with a bands. Group, she's not a groupie. She like works. She's like, not a groupie. Here's, here's the thing. We went to go see uh, State Champs, We the Kings, and Simple Plan. And by that, I mean we left before Simple Plan <laughs> even got on because who wants that? But we got up there, and she showed up, and she was like, hey, great, you got the tickets. I have to go run this cake up to state champs. <laughs> and everybody I've talked to that works with her is always like, we always see her at the concerts, and then she's got to, like, run a cake to Ariana Grande. And we're like, running cakes to artists Wait, is most of Ariana Grande? Really? Is she a baker? Mm-hmm. What's that? Is yeah. she a baker? That would be Does funny if she's, she has nothing to do with the music industry. She's just a famous baker who makes sheet cakes. <laughs> I mean, that sounds cool. There aren't very many of those jobs. Bakers? No, hanging out with bands, like that yeah. person who makes sheet cake for state and champs. You were there when we were like, yeah, I was the guy there. was like, who, uh... He's blowing up my spot saying that a simple <laughs> plan concert. What the fuck is this? You were, you were chanting, play Life is a Nightmare. We got to the box God, office. God, the drinks were so expensive. They were so expensive. I remember expensive. I went to the bar, and I'm like, oh, man, I want whiskey. She's like, 20 bucks, and I'm like, how do you back out of this? <laughs> At the Palladium, right? At the yeah, Palladium, yeah. Which we're going to go see Dance Gavin dance at. And oh, we're yeah. going to have so much fun. And I'm not going to get a drink. <clears throat> no. This time. Oh. I'll get a shirt. Definitely. De- definitely got to buy a drink. But I also You're like, what? especially at the Palladium. Yeah. The, 
I mean, it's a very dumb kid thing, so clearly I shouldn't be drinking, but yeah. they have those cups. That are like baseball helmets. You got to get them. You got to get them. You got to get them. Soft serve baseball helmet cup at the Palladium. <laughs> it fills from the bottom in the tap. Does it? Oh, I know oh, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah those are... Yeah. Uh, those are going to be cool for another uh, two years. Then we're all going to be fucking sick of seeing that shit. Yeah, yeah. Then, and then that concert venue is going to have cups that fill from the top again. And we're going to be like, whoa, it's so nostalgic. Yeah, yeah. I know how this goes. We've been uh, sick. We, oh my God. Is everyone God. sick? I know mean, the world's about to die from the coronavirus. The coronavirus. Yeah. Which sounds like a relaxing. <laughs> Lime by the beach, yeah, yeah. chilling out. I mean, that kind of virus that I want, but this yeah. one is not that. Yeah, There's no, a this thousand beds in China just out in the open, people this... with the virus. Jesus. Do you know about that? that I don't know that. It's no. just a ghost town. They just set up a thousand beds. Oh my God. Yeah, it's horrifying. Somebody, uh, uh, <laughs> Somebody I know, their mom sent them a text that just said, "Be careful about all that Asian shit." <laughs> she was, what? she was like, "To be fair, she meant the uh, coronavirus. She well, meant the coronavirus." She does. Well, do you know where it came from? No, it's from all the fucking horrible meat that they sell that they shouldn't be selling. They found oh. it like a market where they sell like koala meat oh. and like all these exotic animals that shouldn't exist because health standards. Just very, very rural centers in yeah. uh, in countries that have third world ah. country parts of them. It's just dangerous as hell. Ah. So everyone, wash your hands. Constantly. If you're really sick, stay home. Don't talk to anyone. Yeah, Keith Keith and I had the flu for a week at a the week. same time. Yeah. And, and the flu this year is <laughs> bad. It was bad. bad. I've never felt that shitty in my life with yeah. the flu. And I, I've, I feel terrible a lot. Our apartment was just uh, silence and then this <laughs> symphony of coughs <laughs> and then one of us would yell out kill me and then it would go back to silence would you say cough cophony i almost said cacophony i almost said cacophony and then i was like i'm gonna avoid that cough joke why? Cough, 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 i got it no. i got it aristotle. aristotle i got the joke I got the joke. Thank you. Would Thank you, you not ever giggle near the mic ever again? <laughs> he is How dare you, sir? How much he liked his own oh. pun. If you're going to giggle, do it into the microphone like a man. <laughs> giggle like giggle a man. Giggle like a man, Aristotle. I dare you. I dare you to giggle like oh, a man. God. Like a... He's <laughs> still giggling. Yeah, I'm, I'm giggling, too. <laughs> oh, oh, Keith, man. what are you playing? God... If you ask me that question <laughs> one more time on this podcast. Now, what did I play? What have I been playing? I The flu was so bad mm -hmm. that it was hard for me to play video games. Yeah. Like, it was too much. It was too much to focus. It was too much to focus on. And that never happens to me. We almost actually, you and I outlined, or at least I outlined a, a flu episode that we could record last week when we were sick. And then you came out and you were like, we can't do that. Yeah, I uh, was like, I got it. I'll rally. And then no. I stood up and my body was like, you're going to die. Yeah. And I was like, okay, never mind. Because, guys, here's the thing about living in L.A. when you got the flu that's real bad. It's super dry here. Yeah. So your body isn't going through the cycles of getting it out of your system. Yeah. So Jesse and I wake up from naps and we cough out pollution. I it would, comes out of us. I would say that... Have you guys I, ever seen the Green Mile where they yeah. grab? Where he grabs Tom Hanks by the balls. He grabs. He grabs a bunch of. Black let's let's stuff. be clear. He, he we're not saying him. we're not saying he grabs not Tom the, Hanks' not character. That character. <laughs> he grabbed Tom Hanks's dick and then he coughed out black bugs. <laughs> that's that's what, the plot of the Green Mile. <laughs> that's what. Tell me I'm wrong. That's what Jesse and I do every <laughs> morning. <laughs> We grabbed it's LA. We grabbed Tom Hanks by his dick and then we cough out black bugs. 
and then oh they kill God. us. Not Tom I'm Hanks. Sorry. You guys cop Have you seen? Yeah, we Have you seen that movie? You've seen that movie, right? Not since I was a child. Oh my God. Okay, well he grabs well... Tom Hanks' dick, <laughs> and then he coughs out black bugs, and then they kill him because they're racist. I feel like I'd remember that. Yeah, I mean, that's literally how the, how the story goes, and that's what Keith and I did for a week. And, you know, he was a good sport showing up every morning. <laughs> it's not that it happened. It's that I've never said the sentence out loud. You've never and said that he grabbed Tom <laughs> Hanks' dick and then he coughed up black bugs and they uh, killed him because they're racist. The Green Mile is a great it's story. It's a great movie. Great movie. I coughed Ugh. up things that look like Final Fantasy VII uh, creatures, like yeah. monsters that you would kill. Oh, that you, if you hit him with a sword, it does, it does no, no damage. damage. Yeah. It's all, I coughed up yeah. mana, <laughs> mana sponges from Final Fantasy games. <laughs> it was disturbing. Uh, cuff, cough, 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 cough. cough. Me. By Tchaikovsky. Okay. I well, hate this. Game, I hate myself. I, play, I got Doom yesterday. Yeah, oh, you got man. the new Doom. Mm, guys, that game. Tell me what you t- or tell them what you told me last night. Um, I love it. I love it. I I know it's a good game if words come out of my mouth and Jesse can hear me say things. Yeah. I got the uh, chainsaw yesterday, and oh boy, did I get so excited. Oh, thing, yeah, dude. They don't even come out here to tell you there's a berserk mode where you put your guns down and you just beat these demons yeah. to death with your hands. <laughs> and it's like the most fun thing in the world. But again, I'm like still recovering, and it's like uh, it's like going into a mosh pit at Slipknot concert. Yeah, they play like Slipknot music, and I love it. I love Slipknot, and I love the uh, the thing that's putting me through. But I'm also like, I need to take a break. Yeah, this it's is a lot. Like, I it's you running around nonstop with the shotgun and jumping onto things and purposely being as crazy as possible. Yeah. So I like need to put it down for a couple seconds yeah that game really really encourages you to play like a fucking uh, berserk crazy person the other game that i got uh was civ 6 because it's yep. on sale and oh my god guys it's big oh my god it is so much fun and is so addicting and there's so much more to it now yeah basically you create your own history you create your own history book so essentially what it is everybody enters the same era as each other so what it is, you can have a normal era, you can have a dark era, you have the golden era. So mm-hmm. like golden era says your country's doing well. Essentially what it is is you get these points towards your era mm-hmm. when you do things like create peace between a nation, help someone out, like lead in some way, right. essentially. And then they also have climate change, they have natural disasters like Pompeii and things like that. So yeah. you have a volcano in the area. So it could essentially kill all your soldiers and kill mm-hmm. a bunch of people, but also might leave resources oh, okay. in the wake of it. So the environment constantly changes. And then what's great about six is uh, everyone feels different now. Yeah. In five, everyone just aggressive. Every country was just kind of the same thing. It's just a different flag, but then like the percentages are different. No, it's like the personalities are actually. Okay, that's very cool. And feels, the diplomacy feels awesome now. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I have to go to war with everyone. If you don't really like someone, you can justify your war with them if you want to actually go to war with them. And the really cool thing is if you're being attacked, like let's say somebody turns into basically Hitler and they want to just take over the world, you can have a special UN where you ask the whole world to help you. Oh, interesting. if you help them it's like a challenge and it can help your country out if you're able to like successfully like like hey they're coming to take over yeah capital can you help us defend it that's really cool and then you get part of history so it's like you're creating you're creating a historical world yeah Yeah. so if you're like losing wars if you're not doing right by people that Mm -hmm. essentially you enter the dark era and things like that um i'm having a blast with it it's crack cocaine yeah who are you playing as 
I'm playing as America, baby. <laughs> and uh, when you find out, well, you already know the episode, what the game is. But when you hear me say America, baby, at the end of this episode, it's going to be a gonna different be connotation. It's going to be like, we're on fire and <laughs> America's making us their baby. I oh, don't it's know. America, I'm, I'm, baby. I'm I'm. I am so upset about this. Keith, we're not even there yet. Oh, my God. you got to ask what, me a question. What are you playing? Keith, I'm playing The Witcher 3. Okay. I have thoughts about this. Yes. Go. Well, you're wrong. You don't play Gwent ever. I never see That's you playing thing. Gwent. I you never play Gwent. You don't play Gwent. So he's playing the game incorrectly, I hate Gwent. Hey, you I hate, hate Gwent. Gwent? I just, it's too much off the bat. You I'm don't just like, like card games is what you're saying. The first time I played it in game, I was like, okay, I get this. This could be fun. And then the second time, there's all these new rules. And I was like, no, the so learning like, curve is too steep. Too, I'm not going to do it. So what it is, is you're basically gambling with the other person. And you're trying yes. to see what they're trying to do. Yes. Basically. So every single time you play it, it's I mean, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I understand that it's... I had to replay the game like five times until I'm like, oh, I like Gwen. I... Listen, Witcher 3 to me so far is ride your horse, see a butt. Ride your horse, see a butt. If you liked the card game in Final Fantasy VIII, I'm telling you, you'll love Gwen. Okay. But I didn't like the card game (laughs) in Final Fantasy VIII. We've had this conversation. I thought it was hugely... A letdown. So Jesse's playing The Witcher. I'm playing The Witcher, and it, it's... There, I got to a point in the game where it made fun of itself. Yeah. Because they were like... I talked to some character, and they're like, so you're looking for Siri, and now you have to find Dandelion, and now you have to find Riggy Suvin, and now you have to find Dudu, and now you have to find Dykstra. Siri. You know. and, yeah, and they literally go, sounds like a lot. And I was like, I agree. There is so much. Like, you do one you mission. Don't, you don't get to fully learn anything. Or to Never. understand Never. how anything works, you just have to go. You just go. You just go. And there, it's it's just this huge rabbit hole of like, I'm, I've, I've got to do this mission, then this one, then this one, then this one. By the time you finish the eighth mission, you've actually finished the first mission. So people listening here, I'm going to tell you this. You know when you turn on Skyrim or you turn on any of these big mm-hmm. games like Zelda, Breath of Wild or something, and you're like, man, I did so much, but I don't really remember what I was doing. Yeah. This is that game if you walk away from it for a day. Yeah. Like, literally a day, you're like, what the this fuck is, was I? It's so much. To me, Witcher 3 is what Skyrim promised to be, where it's yeah. just like, you'll go do this side quest, you'll be sidetracked mm-hmm. by this one. It's like, yeah, that's true. But all the side quests in Witcher are different and cool, and they have different animations. Literally, Skyrim to me is just like, fight this skeleton, now fight this skeleton, now fight this skeleton. I've encountered creatures... And weird bosses and weird characters in this game that are unlike anything I've ever seen in any other game. Yeah. Like, deeply disturbing, fucked up, weird-looking things, and they're so fucking cool. So, Witcher 3 is a great game. It also happens to be so much. Yeah. You described it as an incredibly rich chocolate cake, where you take one bite, and you're like, this is so good. And you're like, I don't want to <laughs> eat this for another week, but then I'm going to really want to eat But I got to keep eating it, because it is so good. It's so dense. Uh, that game is so oh dense. Oh, my God. And let me just say, butts aplenty. So there are many so butts. many butts in the Remember Witcher 3. Remember there was just a naked woman dancing and we just started laughing? We just there, we went to a masquerade ball and everybody was clothed. It was outside. It was outside. outside yeah. And then there's just a woman in 
like no clothes, just dancing, and nobody else is paying attention to this. Nobody else is bothered. It's by supposed this. to be normal. Yeah, it's normalized. And Aristotle. we just had to stop and laugh super hard because the makers of Witcher Three were just like, "Not enough butts." <laughs> Aristotle, what are you playing right now? Aristotle, what are you playing? Uh, still nothing. Only just yesterday set my PlayStation. So back what are you up. gonna play? What are you gonna play now? Uh, and jump into Death Stranding. Yeah. Oh yeah. Game that I always forget the name of Fallen Jedi. Fallen Jedi. Yeah. Is that it? Is that it? I don't the, know. Fallen I mean, Order Jedi. I also, Fallen Jedi. Well, I set the PlayStation up, but I also don't have the little USB mini, so I can't charge the fucking controller. Oh. So, oh, do you want one of ours? We'll see. Do you want one of ours? Uh, Feels like we should. Do have. you want one of ours? We should have. Do you have spares? Do you want one of ours? No, I just yeah. I'm not gonna. I just want to feel power. Do you yeah, want? Yeah. Do you, do you want, want one of ours that you can't yeah. have? Do you want one of? Do you want one of ours I, that we I won't give like you? One, yes. oh, oh, would you like some money? Would you like this? Would you like this fifty dollar oh. bill I'm holding up? Say you'd like this fifty dollar bill. I would like a fifty. You can't have it. You can't have it. Dumb little man, you can't have my money or my controller. So you're not playing anything right now. You're gonna play Death Stranding. I will, but yeah. At the can moment, you come right. back and talk to us about Death Stranding? Oh my God! Yeah, we when, can do a Death Stranding episode with you when it happens, or yeah. just like a long one, like the game. We'll do it in chapters, oh. right? Oh man! Ooh. Ooh. We're going. It's haunted. Ooh. It's haunted. Today's podcast. episode sucks. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to new players. Join a podcast about the video games people love and, and why. They, they love, love them. them. We did it. We got there together. God. Keith, today's episode sucks. I'm going to uh well let, let's sucks. Keith. What cuz you I've never been so pissed off. We should I need to preface this. We need to apologize to every single video game that's ever been made that isn't this game for yeah. everything that's negative about it. Yeah, them. if we've criticized a video game oh in the past. Oh my god. So here's the thing. You told me not to research this game. No. You wanted to tell me. Because I have about a it. personal Yeah. Because I played this game. It affected me in okay. a way, and I'm gonna explain why. Should I I feel like I should, before we say the ga- what the game is, I want to put a little disclaimer out there. Can we do that? Yeah. All right. So, disclaimer for this episode. I don't know for a fact what's going to get said, but I have a... <laughs> But I have a very He's good... He's distancing himself from but me. I, I have a, no, not from you. You can edit anything out. No, I want this to go on record. I have a very good feeling that Keith and I, at different points, will say things that are very angry at the U.S. military. I would just want to point out that yes. when we say this stuff, we're not talking about your friends and family, your loved ones who have served in the armed services. We're not talking about the people you know and care for who have been injured or been killed. You've or seen, just... you've already, uh, we haven't said the name of the game yet. Yeah, but you've, you've, you've seen clicked it. On the, you've clicked on the episode. You know what the title is. Keith and I have a lot of problems with the military, not the people in it. No. The people who run it. I support the troops. Yeah. I will always support the always troops support the fucking troops, humans. But do not support the people who put the in harm's way unnecessarily Mm-mm. and do evil things. Mm-mm. So, Mm-mm. when we talk today, if it sounds like we're furious at the people and, who are doing the work, we're not. already prefacing the thing that basically is reason why I was like, I don't want you to have a hand in this. Okay. So, you have a separate attachment to this game, okay? Mm-hmm. You're only hearing about it. Yeah. And I'm telling you, from my perspective... Why it's upsetting to me. Keith, what game are we talking about We are about talking today? about the video game America's Army. Okay. Guys, I'm going to show you and tell you the developer, and this might throw you off a little bit, but the developer is, maybe you've heard of them, 
the United States Army. That is weird. The publisher is the United States Army. That is also weird. This is a video game. Okay. That the United States Army, actually the Navy. Wait, what? It turns into controversy. Okay. I love inner wars with the military. The military's at war with other branches of the military. (laughs) Yes, at all times. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. (laughs) It's just like business. It's all it is. It's like, who gets there first? I love that Army and Navy created college football teams just to hit each other. Okay, so this game is called America's Army in 1999. Figure this all out. 1999, Casey Wardniski. Okay, he had the idea. This guy was a colonel. Okay. Right now, do you guys know the Broad? You know what the Broad is? What's the Broad? Do you know what the Broad is, Aristotle? The museum. Yeah. Do you know what it is? Yeah. What is it? Can you tell uh, me us like if you know anything about it in detail? A museum. Mm-hmm. Anything An else? Art museum. Do you know anything about it? No. Do you know who the person is that created it? Charles Broad. Eli Broad. Fuck. Like, <laughs> did you just swing on a first name? Do you know who Eli Broad is? No. Eli Broad started in Detroit. Eli Broad got... <laughs> Makes it sound like a dance no, move. No, e- Eli e- Broad had its origins Eli in Eli Broad is one of the richest men in the world. He's a billionaire and a philanthropist. Okay. Okay. He started in Detroit. Uh, and he, what it is is that he created all the suburbs oh, okay. in Detroit. He built a bunch of houses. People mm-hmm. were able to move there. And then he started an insurance company. And okay. he's like one of the richest fucking people in the world. Sure. His wife got really into art. Okay. And so she bought all the, the art in the world right. and created the Broad. And everyone can go to the Broad for free and fucking see cool. modern, cool goddamn art. Yeah. This guy... Is the head of the Broad Foundation now. Okay. I'm bringing this up because it's weird. Yeah. And ironic. Okay. Because this man thought of the idea of creating a video game to attract children to join the military. That is the whole point of this video game. Right. And he will tell you as such. He is now... The CEO of the Broad Foundation, which is in charge of developing and creating money for public school systems for children. Oh, okay. So he targeted children. Yes. And now he's trying to help children. Yes. This is who he is now. Okay. That's what I just have to like, because I'm just like, this is weird. Like, that's very the weird world that we fucking live in. Yep. There's no point to fiction. Just read nonfiction. Yep. Okay, cool. Okay. So Casey Wardniski, 1999. Was like, okay, we need to create a video game, essentially, because kids are really into video games, and mm-hmm. we're going to use it as a recruitment system. Why I bring this up is because I lived in Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs has five military bases. Okay? Jeez. That's massive. Yeah. For, for just a city. Five. Okay, there's six in Colorado. Five are in Colorado Springs. We have the Air Force Academy. Okay. Okay, that's where all the pilots come. To get into the Air Force Academy, you have to have a governor sign off yeah. for you to go. It's like going to Harvard. Yeah. Like, it is like it's a big fucking it's deal. It's a big fucking deal to go to the Air Force Academy. And then on top of that, uh, we have uh, uh, NORAD, which is yep. the radar system from all over the world. If a bomb goes off anywhere, their yeah. missile anywhere, NORAD, NORAD knows where it is yeah. and exactly where it went off. And then Fort Carson, which is where they build like yes. all the Hummers and yep. all the fucking gear that you need. Why I bring that up okay, is because when this game came out, there were rumors of possibly we were going to have a draft to join to fight Iran. Right. After I- Iraq. Iraq yeah. That wasn't like 
a no, joke. No, I remember that. It was a big deal. Yeah. This, I, after 9-11, the day 9-11 happened, I heard jets all over. Yeah. Because I lived on Cheyenne Mountain where the NORAD system is. Right. So I'm around military shit. Yeah, at all times. At all times. It's fucking scary. Yeah. It's a very real thing. Because like, in your head, you're like, oh, we could be targeted next. Yes. Yeah. Like, it wasn't a joke. Like, they were talking about bringing, when nobody knew what was going on during 9-11, they are talking about, we need to bring George W. Bush to Colorado Springs, they're going to put him in the fucking mountain. Yeah. Because nobody knows what the hell is going on. Yeah. And people at Colorado Springs were like, tell that motherfucker to fly back. Don't bring him to yeah. Colorado Springs. Don't bring the target no to us. No one wants him here. Like, yeah. everyone was just playing hot potato with the president because nobody knew what the fuck That's, was going. By the way, an ador- if you had hilarious. to play hot potato with one American president, <laughs> George W. George Bush w. is Bush. the funniest one. And he's just like, whatever, I'm watching TV yeah, and just watch I, baseball and all that shit. I picture you walking into a, like, a room and he's on a lazy boy watching TV in the middle of a mountain. And you're like, Mr. President, he goes, I'm a hot potato. <laughs> Guys, because you have to understand, 9-11 was the day it went from, I'm no longer a kid. Mm-hmm. The 90s are fucking dead. Like, yep. the golden our age. Our childhood is Our dead. childhood is gone. It, it was gone. Yeah. Like, it went from, and I know people are like, no, well, you were still a kid, blah, blah. It's like, mm-hmm. no. If you were alive at that time, nope. you fucking felt Things like changed. the world got punched in the fucking face yeah. and everything's different now. Yeah. That's what it felt like. When we went to Afghanistan, I remember driving to school and I saw... Hundreds upon hundreds of Hummers and tanks. Yeah. Being ready to be shipped off. To be deployed. Off. People were leaving. People's dads were leaving to yeah. go fight in this fucking stupid ass war yep. in Afghanistan and Iraq. Yeah. Okay? So when I talk about this, we're going to be talking about propaganda. Yep. We're going to be talking about the military. Okay. And I'm going to try to approach it in a way, because I had friends that served. Yep. I, Me too. A lot of people that I knew served and had horrible fucking experiences. Yeah. And it's not because they didn't love their country or they didn't believe in who they were. It's or because that they, their military didn't support them. Because they weren't supported yep. at all. Their gear didn't work. Their flag jackets didn't work. Their hummers broke down all the fucking time. Yep. They Everything. were unarmored. They were unarmored. And all they would do all day is play fucking video games. And a very specific kind of video game. Very specific. You aren't allowed to watch romantic movies. You're not allowed to watch shit like that. You are told to watch fucking Black Hawk Down and play Call of Duty. And that's all you do all day at the fucking base. So this game that we're talking about today is, I'm assuming, a JRPG. (laughs) Today, we're talking about a game that is a first-person shooter of course we are like call of duty and the thing that makes this game interesting is it's completely free they mm-hmm. would show it in high schools they would encourage really they encourage children to play this game that's so and i'm going to sh- tell you in a way that i was attracted to it. okay so that's why it's weird because there is a part of me that was i grew up around all this stuff that was like i want to serve my country yeah and I never saw it as a negative thing. Propaganda in mo- movies. Yeah. Forrest Gump, his he lives the perfect American fucking life, yeah. which is you go to high school, you go to college, and you serve your fucking country. You go country, to war, you come you home, you're You go to you're war, successful. you're a hero. Yep. You take the money. Like, you 
are like in parades. <laughs> you I see love, what I'm saying? I, like, I love that in your mind because like in your in your childhood mind, they got to the Lieutenant Dan part of Forrest Gump, and you're like, I'm gonna ignore this. What I see, <laughs> what I see is just Forrest having a good life. But also understanding the Lieutenant Dan part of him being like, no, this is my destiny. Yeah, this is and what my family does. Your destiny, like this is who the fuck I am. War is part and of not us. because like I'm like, oh, I want to die. Oh, I want to kill people. Yeah. I'm like. I want to serve my country. Yep. And that, that shouldn't be a negative thing. And that's why I want to come from this perspective of I don't hate people that want to serve. Yeah. I don't hate our soldiers. I hate nothing like that. I hate the system that's created yeah. that money's necessary, mm -hmm. numbers are necessary, mm -hmm. and we need to create these numbers to keep this system fucking pumping. So the so one thing your... we don't vote on in America ever mm -hmm. is military spending yeah it's the one thing yeah we're not allowed to talk about when it's never up for debate yeah it's never discussed we spend more than any other fucking country than we what, got. We like talked the next about 10 it. countries combined like or something china technology wise is scarier than us and everything and we spend twice as much as they do yeah. like it's a fucked up system and that's why i'm trying to talk about it from this standpoint so casey wernitsky in 1999 uh realized like hey Kids love video games, mm -hmm. and this would be a great way to show people what it's like to join the military. Okay. And so what's interesting from it, and what really attracted me as a kid, is when you play this game, it's completely free. Mm -hmm. And when you do training, and I love this in any video game, is when you jump into Call of Duty, you jump into any of these games, they show you what it's like. It's very personable. Like, you should jump in, you're with a group, you're with friends. This yeah. is who you're starting out with, yeah. essentially. Your buddies. In this game... They take you through what it's really like to be a medic, what okay. it's really like to be a sniper, mm -hmm. and they train you and show you what it's really like if you go to basic training. Yeah. Because the numbers for basic training were dwindling in the first nine weeks. Right. Kids would join and go, oh, I actually don't want to do any of this mm -hmm. shit. Because the whole point of recruitment is to tell you anything you want to hear yeah. to fucking join. Yeah. You, you don't know what it's really going to be like. You have no concept of anything. Yeah. So the military was like, if we can show them in a way that's like it's fun and exotic, kids will want to join. Because in 1969, the numbers shot down oh, yeah. tremendously. With, with Vietnam, everybody was like, we're fucking done Tremendously. Like, yeah. This place of just like, oh, then that's why I want to bring up propaganda, because it's a time after when America served as like this hero to yeah. the world. So after World War II, we were seen as like, we saved the day. And that was really America's golden era right there. We made all of our money after World War II when Europe was demolished and we weren't. And we had gotten a ton of... We, we had... propaganda i know this is a video game yeah i just want to like keep brit this is a fucking video okay. game okay and i want to talk about propaganda in a way because i want to bring up why we fight because this gets brought up coincide you know what why we fight is no why we fight is a propaganda video that they would show schools in america it was seven videos okay and it was talking about why we're going to fight in world war ii okay okay so 
Obviously, the Nazis were evil. Obviously, Hitler needed to be stopped. We joined World War II way too fucking late. Yeah. You like all those sorts of things. But there is, no matter how you want to describe it, anything that the government pays for that's trying to convince you mentally to change is propaganda. Yeah. Even if it's for a, a, good, po- a cause. good cause, yes. propaganda, propaganda is still evil. They are yeah. spending money to convince you to think a certain way. Yeah. Okay, that's the difference between like that and fucking climate change. So by definition, this game is propaganda. It's propaganda. Yeah. It's it's uh it's uh it's mili- militainment. 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 Okay, and this, oh my god, and this is why I want to bring it up because it's fucking horrifying. Other games like this mm-hmm. that categorize this game and why it's fucking scary to mm-hmm. me is. Other games are like KKK, like Rampage. Wait, That's what? militainment. You are being convinced to think in a... In Did this you certain say way. KKK Rampage? Yeah. What is ga- that? Those games where you literally are a racist and you go around killing Jews and you go That's around That's a killing- fucking... That's, yeah, that they make video games like that. But like the KKK makes a yeah. video game? Yeah, and there are other games like uh, you go around, you kill people, Israelis and things like that. That's so M- fucked up. Yeah, so like, you know, there's like, there are fucked up games. Remember that sniper game where you shoot JFK that came out like 10 fucking years ago? I don't, but there holy shit. There are worlds, like if you go on Steam, there are fucked up games out That's there. That's so gross. Yeah, so like this hits that certain same yeah. standpoint where you're being shown Hey, these are what bad guys are. You're the good guy. We'll say anything you want us to say That's to so you messed for up. you to join the fucking army. Okay. Because when you play this game, it's free, but the first thing they show you as soon as you jump on is they need your email address because they're going to send you recruitment papers. Really? Yes. This is a recruitment video and game. they take your actual Or they take your information. actual information and they email you and set it up for you to join and get interest in it. Oh. Now, this is why it's interesting to me. When I've played this game and I was like, oh, I want to be like a medic, you go to actual class and sit down while they show you slides really? as how you are a medic. So, like, that standpoint as a kid, I'm like, this is cool as shit. That's so funny. But not realizing that they're just trying to get you to do pro- the this. This is supposed to just get me to think this is fucking cool. Yeah. And the military is great. Now, because the, you know what? If you had gone to a classroom and sat down and they had shown you the slides and it wasn't a video game, you probably would have been like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but because it's a video game, you're like, I'm so into this weird change in my perspective here. So Casey Wernitsky, mm-hmm. 1999, comes up with this idea. So he approaches. This man, Chris Chambers, is a major, and uh, Michael Caps. You guys don't know who Michael Caps is? I don't. Um, some of our listeners might know Michael Caps is. He was a CEO of Epic Games. Oh, he made Gears of War, interesting, Infinite in- Infinity Blade, and Unreal tournaments. He is a oh big God. video game person. Yeah, they made this game at the post naval graduate school base. So they're that's what I was talking about before. They made an army game yeah, at, at a naval, naval base, base, and the Naval Academy is like, it's a Navy game, and the army went, goes, fuck yourself, it's an army game. So they had their own controversy oh over God. who actually owned this fucking game. Wait, wait, the guy who, the, the guy from Epic Games, uh, he's Michael not- Michael Caps. Yeah, so he's not working like in the video game industry yet, is he, or is he- I think this is at the beginning, because this is 1999, he gets approached around that same time in 2000, Unreal- 
engine tournament because they did talk about how they did bring big game developers so it, in oh, wow. to, to create this. That's so And again, weird. I didn't find any numbers. I didn't see any numbers of how much this game costs. Yeah. I looked up how much an average Call of Duty game costs because mm-hmm. it's kind of like lo- similar. about similar $50 million. Yeah. Now, just take that even into consideration that the government took $50 million away from you to make a fucking video game yeah. to convince your goddamn kids to, to go overseas to a fucking, war that was and unjustified. And not even, again, I'm not judging people serve a military. Fucking recruiters come up to me and be like, hey, man, you want to fucking score some pussy? And yeah. Shit, like, it's, it's the lowest common denominator of just like, hey, man, you want to kill someone recruiters? and fuck something? It's just like, it's fucked up. When you're, at least when you're a dude in high school, recruiters will they get say it, the grossest shit. Because they know shit. you're just pent up with just like adrenaline. They, no, but they will like, literally get going. I, I want to make this clear. This is not a joke. This is a thing recruiters from the military in the U.S. do. They approach high school boys and ask, do you want to get some pussy, quote yeah. unquote? Yeah. No, the, one dude came up to me. He's like, want to get some pussy? Like, you want to score some pussy? I thought he called me a pussy like that's how that's so like, oh, that's weird. how like almost like i'm like this guy's just gonna call me a pussy or whatever yeah. like, oh, bomb. okay this guy uh, uh uh mike chambers major or major chris chambers mm-hmm. um will even admit the army will admit that this is a propaganda tool and yep. is indeed aimed at youth culture yeah they won't even deny it yeah they know this is what guys i went and downloaded the latest version of this really game. yeah I ran through the training program and they got rid of the medic stuff. It's just straight up like you just go and you, you just start kill. Sh- you just start shooting. But the training and what the drill sergeant was like, he called me pansy like three times. Yeah. And like, no offense, like, just like you could feel on the tip of his tongue he wanted to call me something else. Yeah. Like the whole goddamn yeah. time. So I'm like, even this feeling. It's so toxic. It's horrible and toxic. And it's not that being serving your country's toxic it's that what it really is like when you do it is horrible they brainwash you they, and they're just like they put you in a state of hyper arousal where like you'd want to pull a my trigger friend at any point. served like three tours in iraq and he's like i just hung out all day played video games and people try to mortar me when you yeah. know what you're supposed to do when a mortar hits you no. you're supposed to hit the ground you're not supposed to stand up yeah because shr- uh, shrapnel, shrapnel metal will over. come and hit you you know what you really do what? you fucking run yeah he's like it's you're just hanging out basically like hoping you don't fucking die yeah like it's it's not a fun adventure like they try to make Keith, what makes you happy? Nothing. This sounds like the beginning of an ad. Uh, this isn't quip, guys. This, this isn't, isn't quip. quip. We're so sorry. This isn't a quip ad. Nothing, nothing <laughs> makes me happy. What? Right uh, nothing? You've been cooking anything new recently? You've been no. having... God, Keith, this, this is... isn't good. I'm trying to oh tell you. God, I know you Keith. want me to be positive. I went to therapy, and man, guys. Oh, boy. Did you have a rough one at therapy this it week, It wasn't too? so much as a rough one of like, man, stuff sucks. I have a revolution in therapy, and I'm doing good in therapy. Mm-hmm. I... I'm not excited because the world brings me down. down. I and yeah. go ahead and I, <laughs> go I, ahead and go then ahead start and talking again. Talk. Um, go ahead. No, as I, I was as saying. I was saying, uh, no, I tell my therapist it's insane, right? Because uh, I was telling her how the words coming out of my mouth mm-hmm. were depressed words. Yeah, and I acknowledge that they were depressed right. words. But I'm like the I'm not. Okay, so the best way I can explain it mm-hmm. is let's say you're a rich guy, you got tons of money, sure. and you wake up and you're like, I'm sad, mm-hmm. even though I have a great family right. and a great car and mm-hmm. a great job, I'm sad. Mm-hmm. 
I'm depressed. Mm-hmm. Something's going on with me. Right. Right. Our shit uh-huh. and most people's shit is I work three jobs. Mm-hmm. I can't afford blank. I I'm, can't afford food. I got rent. Blah, blah, blah. Again, this, this is the fun part of the episode. The this is the happy <laughs> portion of the, of the episode. I went to therapy and okay. I was saying all this stuff. Uh-huh. And I'm like, you haven't told me I'm wrong. And I'm, right. she's like, because you're not. Oh, my God. And so I was like... <laughs> So what do I do? And it's just like this uncomfortable... Just pause, just silence. Or because, like, this is a fun, funny thing about therapy, mm-hmm. is when you go to therapy, you think in your head, man, I'm going to go see Scott or Janet, wherever the fuck your therapist's name is. <laughs> my name, my like, therapist's name is Scott And Janet. there you go. And we're going to figure out, we are going to figure out this situation. No. My family, my girlfriend, my boyfriend, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Really, the therapist is like, nah, uh you are going to figure the shit out while I sit here quietly. And I'm going to hold up a mirror to everything (laughs) you say. Uh, So therapy has just essentially just been me being like, I go in and I don't think necessarily it's like because I hate LA or I hate things. It's because the world affects me in such a negative way that I try to negate the real world. So like, this is the problem I have. I like, I, I have this idea of this book i want to write sure and it's just called the rules Mm -hmm. and all it is is basically the reality that all humans have given up to which is this false sense of who we are and who we portray to be as these fake people sure which enable all the negative things in our lives to keep happening in a cycle okay so essentially what happens to you when you go to work and you hate your work so much mm-hmm. is because you're living in a fucking cycle. Mm-hmm. And essentially you're like, oh, I don't get to be who I am. I don't get to say how I'm feeling. Yep. I don't get to tell them that I'm better because than I'm this. Because I'm living by these rules. I have to live by these rules. Yeah. And everyone has to live by these rules if you want to fucking survive. It's a mask. So basically we are all filled with steam and it's trying to explode but we're all constantly stopping it from exploding Mm -hmm. and the way we do it is we do drugs Mm -hmm. we drink we do other things we go hit a bag like Mm -hmm. we figure out shit to do with our energy basically to cope Mm -hmm. with this false reality that we give ourselves and we try not to think about how it costs three hundred thousand dollars because we broke our leg and we have to go to the hospital Mm -hmm. we think about how we don't want to think about how majority of us don't have a savings account sure, sure, and things sure. like that. So essentially, we just try not to think about them mm-hmm. and don't bring them up ever. Yeah. We live in a fake set of rules mm-hmm. that affects 99% of us sure. negatively. And essentially, like, there's nothing we can do about it except no one likes to talk about it, so shut the fuck up and just go about your day. So this, this has been the first be fun the break. This has been the happy fun break from the darkness of the episode. So that's when you ask me, what are you looking forward to? I'm like, ah. Are you looking forward to writing a book? Is yeah, what I, heard. I yeah. heard nothing but write a book and then um, nothing else. Oh, God. Aristotle, stop recording. And so... They teach you the seven steps in this game, even. Like, the first thing they teach, uh, the seven uh, rules to the army, which is loyalty, duty, respect, selfless service, honor, integrity, and personal courage. So, essentially, they are trying to teach you the army ways before you even get there. Yeah, so you're like, this is cool, I want to belong, I want to reinforce this emotionally and mentally myself before I even step into this arena. And I want to just, like, remind people, because this was around me, I normalized it in my head. Yeah. 
if I show you guys in the game right now, if you go on Steam, it's free. When you load up to the tutorial or mm-hmm. whatever, it's army recruitment videos. Yeah. It's they play videos of like, hey man, you want to get in a tank and like shoot shit? Like yeah. that's the first thing they show you. If you guys don't know, we don't need to keep making tanks. We actually have too many tanks. There aren't enough people to actually operate. Is that for real? That's fucking for real. Yeah. Like we don't have necessary to like keep building shit. Ugh. So I bring this up because this game has won so many. Oh my god! Awards has that won list is huge. Everything. Keith just showed me his computer, and that list is fucking long. Computer Gaming Mag- World Magazine gave this 4.5 out of 5 stars. 2002. Again, guys, we just went to Afghanistan. Yep. We're getting ready to go to fucking Iraq or yep. around the same goddamn yeah. time. We're normalizing war. Yeah. At this time. Yeah. And so that's why it's fucked up that like, oh, we're celebrating them. This is just 2002 and it won like 10 fucking awards. PC Gamer Magazine gave it best value. Uh, PC Game Magazine, best gaming moments 2002. Uh, IGN Action Vault gave it debut game of the year. IGN gave it biggest surprise of the year. Way to go, IGN. Uh, GameSpot gave it surprise PC game, best multiplayer on GameSpot. Uh, Just essentially was normalized. But what people don't understand is soldiers that play this is they're like, it's still a video game. Yeah. It's still a video game, and we still don't do this. Like, it's a fun training thing if you Mm -hmm. want, but they're like, you die like eight times in 15 minutes in this game. He's like, you die once in real life. This isn't what it's really like. And why it's upsetting, again, and it should be upsetting for all of you, because video games get negative stigmas to them for being violent and Mm -hmm. horrible, and you shouldn't play them. and they're influencing your mind. influencing your mind, and that they should take it away. And we gotta deal with goddamn mature ratings and all this bullshit for violence and blood, and you're fucking awful. Like, all the kids that wear fucking long coats are gonna shoot up schools and shit. Yeah. And the government the whole time was making a fucking video game. Yeah. While gaslighting us. The, the government for years was just like, video games are the cause of all the violence in our youth culture. And then behind closed doors spent, may, we're estimating $50 million to create a culture where people would actually kill. Because this game actually legitimately is like, hey, do you want to join the special forces? We will test you into the special forces. We will yeah. show you what it's like to jump out of a plane, how it's going to work, how do you flare up. Like yeah. They take you through everything yeah to get you interested and there's even a game called arma that's even like competing with this game that's the more realistic version daisy the zombie game Mm -hmm. is a mod of arma really yeah so like all these first person games are connected and again that's why like i almost want to apologize to the call of duties to the grand theft auto yeah those games aren't trying to fucking convince you otherwise to put yeah. your life on the line to join a fucking regime or some bullshit yeah. like that. They just want you to be a fucking kid. They want just, you to play the enjoy game. enjoy playing the game. Um, and that's why it's like, I want to talk about this game because I fucking forgot about it. So how much of this game did you play? I didn't have a good enough computer, so I'd like train and I wouldn't have a good enough uh, internet connection, so I wouldn't actually get like a full a full play. Because, but I still got my kick of just like video game s tactical shooters from SOCOM yep. and like other games that I could like find. Rainbow Six was a game that I played, mm-hmm. and again, those games SOCOM and as like as 
horrible it is to like kill people mm-hmm. like but military s things are part of gaming culture yeah and so like it became normalized to me and they became fun and at no point was i like oh man like this isn't okay yeah this shouldn't be happening. they should this is for me like they're trying to get me to join the military yeah. the when i get out of school and i remember it because my dad gave me my draft card he gave yeah. me my draft card and was like don't lose this and i was like don't you want me to lose it? Like, don't you want me to like, I not like not have this? Have this? Like, mm-hmm. and I had it on me forever. Like, I recently got rid of it. Jesus. <laughs> like, I just had it on me forever. Yeah, I remember signing up for the draft. Yeah, 18 years old. And they're like, hey, you can vote. And on the back of the voter registration form is you have to sign up for the draft now. Just right there in your face. If we go to war, we're allowed to just yank you out of your life and put you into some war that we justified for bullshit So well, I'm going to talk more about it, but I want to jump into a game, and I don't know how to describe this game. Okay. Just, I guess military numbers, or just oh, I'm angry. Oh, and just, God. I just, guys, I like math, and so <laughs> uh, I like to put numbers out there to show everyone what it's like and uh, what we're all going through. So anyways, let's go through uh, military numbers. How many active military members are there in the U.S.? Active military? Um, <clears throat> I, dude, I can't even begin to... Like, put even put that out there? Like 800,000? 1. 1. 1, 1.4 million people. Okay, I was closer than I thought I was going to be. Uh, and again, we spend so much money. Uh, <laughs> how many U.S. military bases are there worldwide? Worldwide? Worldwide. 40. Worldwide. 80. Worldwide. 200. Worldwide. 500. 800. Oh my there are God. 800 military bases around the world. There are of only Amer- 200 and change countries. No, you don't understand how funny that is, how many military bases are in so many different places. It's almost as if we're defending ourselves from ourselves. <laughs> That's how much money we spend on the military. Oh, my God. Recruitment Next. numbers are way down. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone knows. No one's joining the military. And it's not because... You didn't make a good enough video, video game. game. It's because the military isn't there for the people. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, Keith, my game is going to be more comedic. What is the <laughs> biggest military? What is the biggest military base in America? Um, I, I have zero ideas. Fort Bragg. How many okay. people? How many people? Um, 30,000. 260,000 <laughs> Oh, my <people>. God. <laughs> That's so that's much, almost Wyoming. That's yeah. <laughs> that's almost Wyoming is the saddest thing you could use to describe anything. What year did Why We Fight come out? Oh, you said it was World War Two, but we got there late, so I'm going to say 1940. 1942. Oh, I was close. I what was year close. did World War Two start? Uh, officially? Yes. Thirty-nine. Yeah. All right. So I bring that up because that was the transition. Uh, you're gonna see where I'm going with this because the transition was essentially we are the good guys. Yep. American soldiers are good guys. Yep. And we're going to go kill the bad guys. Right. And that was a great narrative. Yeah. And is a great narrative to show your country that we're good people. Yeah. And when we go to other people's countries, we're not 
scary. No. We're good. We're here to help you. We're here to help you. So when domino theory shows up during the Korean War into the Vietnam War into every country we invaded through the 70s and 80s and 90s. The the veil went away. And yeah. Vietnam wasn't like a year or two. Vietnam it was went, like eight years. It was a long time yeah. of, oh, we aren't the good guys. Yeah. That's what it was. So I want to bring this up. Uh, what year did Franklin D. Roosevelt attend Columbia Law School? <laughs> Uh, when you're FDR, um, <laughs> 1921, 1904. Uh, wow. He was old. So that's like, I wanted to even just put that out there just in yeah. terms of just years of this is the guy who's going to lead us yeah. to positivity and like through all this shit. Uh-huh. Uh, how many military personnel served during Vietnam? So how many people in general? How many people were serving during Vietnam? And, uh, yeah. 600,000. 9.1 million. Oh, we have 1.4 million soldiers. And you guys have to remember, Vietnam was such a big deal. It was huge. My teacher uh, in Colorado Springs would bring up, he was my history teacher, would bring up still how upset he was because his dad was a lieutenant. His dad made sure that he wasn't able to serve in Vietnam and mm-hmm. fight. He really wanted to fight in Vietnam and serve his country. He was five foot one. Oh, he's too short. It was for like it. this mentality. He's like, I moved files and I moved yeah. papers. And as a child, I could feel how sad he was because yeah. he's like, I didn't serve. Like, I had uh, my senior year high school uh, history teacher told the story about his friends who went in. He got his number came up in the draft and he went in for his physical. And the night before he went in, he got drunk. He took a ball peen hammer. He turned it around sharp end first, put his leg up on a chair and drove it through his knee so that he would completely destroy his knee and not be able to go. He went into the physical the next day with the bandages on. The doctor saw it, didn't even do the physical, took one look at him and went, this is self-inflicted. You're going to Vietnam, you fucker, and sent the kid anyway. How fucked up is that? It's a poor draft. It's yeah. never, it's never, okay. Yeah, it's never people. It's, it's never hey, rich people. Uh, Cl- Creedence Clearwater Revival got it right. <laughs> I ain't no senator's son. Only those who can't afford to get out of it How, had And to again, go. Uh, it was a big deal. So many Americans were dying. How many Americans died in Vietnam? 30,000? 58,000. Now, that's a lot of people. Yep. It's very scary, and every day it was bigger and bigger. As And there's the huge monument in D.C. Which, if in, you've ever, have you ever gone? Yeah. It is, monuments around D.C. are so active and lively, and pictures get taken. And then you'll walk through the, the Vietnam War Memorial, and children, little children who've been crying in the sun all day, who have popsicles we'll melted all over the place, they're just completely silent. Everyone's quiet. Everybody knows that is a it's place a of very, somber reflection. Very somber reflection and horrible. How many civilians died in Vietnam? How many died or how many do we claim died? It just came out. Numbers just came oh out. Oh, my God. Soon. I'm going to say 1.5 million. Two, one, uh, 2. Uh, 1 million. Jesus Christ. So, like... 58,000. Mm-hmm. Horrible. Yeah. 2.1 million people. Millions people of villains. We're just dying. Just getting killed. Just, getting, just killed. getting bombed every day. And that's what 
took the veil away from, oh, we're no longer good guys. Yeah. And talking about the draft. What happened with Muhammad Ali when he didn't go to Vietnam, Jesse? They put him in prison. They took away his right to box. He was the world champion. They took his belt away mm-hmm. and said, go to jail. They said, you're not the champion anymore. And then he had to come back and win it back. And he was in his fucking prime and when they took they that away from him. they tried to make it seem like he's like, oh, I don't support the troops. I don't care about it. And he the was like, reason- no. The like, reason I, Muhammad Ali is the greatest boxer to ever ever live is not the world heavy or heavyweight championship belts. It's the fact that he was his own champion and said, I don't go fight for a fucking government. I fight for me. And he stood his ground and he came back and won the belts back again. That's a goddamn hero to me. Muhammad Ali is fantastic. Amazing. Uh, Jesse, what were the fireside chats? Oh, that was uh, FDR would come over the radio uh, every Sunday and, or Saturday or Sunday, and he would talk to the nation as though he was sitting next to them uh, by a fireplace about what was going on in the war in the country. What years? I'm going to say 42 through 45. 33 to 44. Really? He would talk to the nation yeah. about everything, about yeah. what we're doing with the money, where yep. it's going, what we're going to do for he all of you. He was keeping people informed. Informed. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What would make better recruitment paraphernalia? I call it paraphernalia. Paraphernalia? Because it's uh, fun to call it. <laughs> what would make better paraphernalia? You mean propaganda? No, I mean paraphernalia. What, what? We can call it propaganda. I just like calling it paraphernalia. So things they, to give they, out? They weaponize paraphernalia, so I'm using it against That's them. That's true. So They'd be like, here's an army mouse pad. I, you're, you're recru- yeah, what's a good recruitment paraphernalia? What would um, you do? I think uh, if they gave out bottle openers to kids in high school, because then it's like not only are you going to go do cool things overseas, you're going to get drunk, which, by the way, is a lot of what happens when you go to war. Yeah, so if you're just going to tell the truth, to me, be like, this is what we get you off of. Mm-hmm. You won't go to jail. Yep. Uh, you People will cheer for you. Mm-hmm. When you quit, we won't take care of Ye- oh, you. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about that after, but yeah. Uh, this has been... Oh, my God. All right, we're back. The first happy break was a little bit rough. We're going to jump back into it. We're going to go full happy. Keith. Don't Keith. don't ask me any questions. Keith. You just this is what's going on. How's um <clears throat> I don't how you how you feeling physically? I'm so sick. Oh, Jesus God. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh. Remember, I, I was I told you I took a shower and I was passed out in the shit. I laid down on my bathroom naked for like an hour because okay. I couldn't stand up. Cool. I'm pretty sure I cough blood like every morning. Tell us more about that book you want to write. <laughs> Holy God. You ass. I don't know. I, I got Okay, fine. Guys, so fucking great. Thank I fucked you. 20 women last week. That sounds like very unhealthy. It was hard. It was so much. <laughs> <laughs> I made a bajillion dollars from fucking over so many people. Uh, I bought a house, but sure. I don't know what to do with all the space. Right. Life's great. Aristotle, stop recording. <laughs> I just want you. I just want you to walk me through the entirety of this video game as you know it. It starts off. They ask for your email, so what and then it you're is, basic training. Uh, so there's a lot of different versions of the game. I'm playing the news version mm-hmm. of it, and essentially the news version of it, it's like go through basic. Um, they also do a thing that is interesting where you take different guns and you can get different feels for them and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Call of Duty is an action. You're supposed to be an action hero. 
Right. It's not you're a soldier. You're an action hero. This game is like you're part of a you're, team. You're, you're a cog. It's tactical. You're with our team. You have somebody gets to be the sniper, and they have to be very far away, yeah. and everyone's communicating with each other where mm-hmm. soldiers are and things like that. And it changed because the beginning um, game, the enemy soldiers have AK-47s. They have mm-hmm. weapons that are clearly directed at Soviet countries like Russia. Yeah, former Soviet bloc yeah. countries so, like Afghanistan. So it's... And then as the game progressed, they took those guns away and created guns so they weren't able to depict these countries mm-hmm. that they're clearly going to send you to because that is another form of propaganda where you're like, oh, man, I'd love to go over there and get an AK or some yeah. bullshit like that. So I know this game from the aspect of a video game player who's like, oh, man, I'd love to be like the sniper. Yeah. And like, oh, man, I'd love to like help breach walls and yeah. like do all this sort of stuff. And like you get to customize your weapons and you're part of it. And for you to do certain missions in the game, you have to pass the tutorials mm-hmm. and you have to do the Navy SEAL missions and training if you want to like level into it. So like they make you go through it in yeah. a video game way. So if you're interested in the military and you're interested in games like this, which is like Call of Duty, yeah. which is like Medal of Honor, which is another game I played the shit out of. Yeah. I played all the Medal of Honor <laughs> games. I played all the Call of Duty games. So this is just another game thrown into the fire. Not knowing, really, that they're just teaching like, you to be they a cog. Told in me, but it's like I'm not connecting yeah. the dots. This is like not okay. Yeah. So I know it as the game that was fun to like mess around with, but I never got into because wasn't really like a video game. Yeah. It was too real. But what do you like? What do you do? What are there levels? How does how does the the layout work? Jesse, baby, <laughs> you got to play more shooters, man. Well, I mean, like I've played tons of shooters. I want to know—is this very much like a Call of Duty game? No, it's like a—it's like a Counter Strike. Okay, it's less than Counter Strike. It's more than Counter Strike. It's like sh- it's like shitty Battlefield. Okay, Battlefield's more action packed than this yeah. shit. Okay, there's, there's a game called Insurgency that I play that's mm-hmm. kind of more complex. Counter-Strike and more complex Call of Duty. That's really, that's what it feels like to be like on a battlefield because when you're on a real battlefield, you don't see anything. Yeah. You don't see, people shoot you from weird-ass angles. Yeah. You don't go back and forth constantly yeah. like in World War II. War has advanced where they're just behind you or they flanked you and mm-hmm. you didn't see it even fucking coming, basically. Yeah. Or a drone comes in and kills everyone before you even get there. Yeah. Like, which is essentially what Desert Storm was. So, like, it's giving you a false reality of what it'd be like if you were a Navy SEAL in this place. But essentially, it's just a bad video game. (laughs) And it won all these awards. Well, because, like, when it first came out, it's cool. What it was is uh, one of the training ones was, like, you literally, you play laser tag as soldiers. Yeah. So, like, you go around, and there's a laser on your M16, and it's, like, your M16. Yeah. And you go tag people, and if you shoot someone, they have to, like, take their helmet off and sit down. Yeah. And so everyone's playing the game, and, like, people are just sitting down waiting as, like, other people are going around playing laser tag. creepy. So it's, like, the aspect of, like, oh, I'm, like, training, because this is what you do when you go fucking fight, and you go to training military bases and shit like that. And they tell me that they play, like, war games like this all the time. Mm. So I'm, like... Okay, this is kind of what it's like. Like, Fort Carson's right down the street from me. This fort's also down the street from me. My friends are also serving, and my other friends want to serve, too. Like, it's around me. Yeah. And not thinking, like, oh, I should be playing Call of Duty instead. 
So they're just building a culture of belong or don't belong. Call of they're Duty- creating in-group, out-group when they do this. Call of Duty was just like, we're going to take the movies people like their action movies and we're just going to turn them into fucking video games. Yeah. And we're going to make multiplayer. Like, right. that's all they are. Yeah. And this was like, oh, how do we get people to join the army? That's so And because there are... There, and it's not because it's like, hey, get to the army and then do whatever you want. It's like there are jobs. They try yeah. to appeal to everyone. Yeah. Essentially. They're like, there's a role for every individual. In yeah. This. You can customize your part you in the American army. You can go to the military, join the army, and be the fucking janitor. <laughs> Is that a thing in yes, this game? Yes, you clean. No. but oh, like, I was going to say, that like, would be very funny. That's what you do. Like, somebody needs to clean shit up. It's like... Welcome. <laughs> we, you, you made a joke about it in your game, but this is what I want to talk about. I wish that they made a video game that extended beyond the war part. I wish oh, that like the army made a video game where you came home. Oh, man, your wife cheated on you, all uh, that sort of stuff. Listen, your family your fell apart. broken down. You have post-traumatic stress disorder, and you don't have the health care to get any help because the government leaves you hanging when you need medication, when you need therapy. The like, it, it, the least funny thing that we can talk about is the suicide and or homeless rate among active veterans, or like, all the sexual abuse that doesn't get. Oh my god! It's uh, like eighty percent of sexual assaults don't go reported, mm-hmm. and the numbers already staggering. It's astronomical. High. It's already astronomical. Eighty uh, percent of, according to a recent study, eighty percent of female uh, members of the U.S. military have dealt with either sexual harassment it's or sexual just a assault in the military. Like yeah. it's if you're female you're going to join the military, you're going to be sexually assaulted. Yeah. It's like a guarantee. Um and it's not discussed. So it's per, like you want to make person I know who was who it, was in the US military. Hey, you want to make the military a place people want to join? Make it better. Yeah. Wow. How'd you come up with that? No, we should make a video game. No, we should no. like do all this stupid shit. You know what we should do tell people they're gonna get pussy. Or, or you can fucking fix it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I knew a person who was in the military, and she was she has a massive, massive dog, the kind of dog that intimidates grown men. And she got him because she was on a military base, and that dog saved her at least once from being assaulted by another officer. Like, it is fucked up. The I, military does not take care of its I, own. I'm upset. Again, because militainments, there is a group called Veterans for Peace, mm-hmm. and they are velma- they they, they want to throw this game into a fucking volcano. Yeah, They're like, of it's not okay to be showing this to goddamn kids. They put this in high schools, mm-hmm. in high schools, yeah, in high. They go to high schools mm-hmm. and tell you, don't go to fucking college. Come put your life on the line where you might get sexually assaulted and yep. fucking hang out with ugh. When uh when I was a kid, the Marines, the Army, and the Navy started advertising during uh Saturday morning cartoons. One of the coolest things I ever saw my mom do was my little brother was watching Saturday morning cartoons and a, and uh an ad for the Marines came and on. She came in fucking Ollied. Yo, over the pool she, yeah it was dope dude she was like lighting two cigarettes in her mouth she was upside down on a skateboard and she just looked me straight in the eye and she was like hey bro legalize it and she landed and skateboarded away and we never saw her again it was the so dopest cool. shit i've ever seen my mom do no my brother was watching and the military commercial came on and she like ran into the room muted the tv got in front of his face and went do you know what this is and he was like, it's a commercial. And she goes, it's a lie. 
they're lying to you. Do you know what war actually is? And he was like, no. And she goes, strangers kill you because you're different than them. And then you're dead forever. And then she unmuted the TV and she was like, whenever that comes on, I want you to remember, that's a lie. They are lying to you. They're not strangers. They just get horrible nicknames like crowds. And yeah. Yeah. Just people you don't know. <laughs> Foods. Just people you don't people know. People you don't know. Keith, this game's uh, a lot. Did you know that the military has an esports team? Okay, we can do my game later. You go ahead. <laughs> You go. You tell me about no, this you go. Is there more? No, that? no, they want. They create an esport. Look, I went down a hole, and I just got upset. Genuinely, I did don't you know? Doubt it. Did you know that uh, we spend close to a billion dollars every year on printed paper that we're gonna not look at? What? The military. Okay. Waste about a billion dollars. They estimate every printing year, out confidential just, reports that they'll black out, or just like shit nobody's gonna look at. So not only is that just like a ton of money, I can't imagine how many fucking trees died Yeah, for people not to read something in the digital so age. So we're killing people and also we're killing, killing plants, yeah. which results in we're killing more people. And uh, less jobs. But yeah, go ahead. You talk. Uh, two things. One, uh, some of our listeners might not know that my degree is in political science from Boston University. And when I was at BU, I took a summer to go be an intern on the Hill in Washington, D.C. I repped... I, for, I was an intern for a representative in the uh, in the House. And every year he would introduce a bill that was designed to stop making this missile that we haven't used since the Cold War. And every year that bill would get shot down. Because what the military does is they contract out different parts to different cities and different towns all over the country. So you would be like, hey, we're going to stop making this missile. And then they'd be like, you can't stop making that missile. The shell gets made in the 6th District of Ohio. Stock economy go yeah. down. Yeah. We so don't like, like the Stockholm go down. So we spend $400 million a year making a missile that nobody uses because this guy in Ohio doesn't want to lose votes if he, fire, if, if he fires, you know, 80 people no, who Mr. are making boom the missile. Mr. Boom Boom said we got to keep making them. Yep. He missed the That's Boom it. Boom. He yelled at me real loud. That's constant. There are so many jobs in this country that are just make outdated things we can't use. And if that doesn't remind you of the Soviet Union right before its collapse, it really fucking should. Because it's the same thing they were doing because they didn't know how to manage their own military. Anyway, I made a fun game for you, Keith. <laughs> it's a game I call Terrible Video Game for a Terrible Company. So yeah. the U.S. military yeah. makes a video game, and yeah. that's fucking weird. Yeah. So I'm going to read you a blurb of an imaginary video game. And okay. you got to tell me what terrible organization and or company this game is about. Are okay. you ready? EA. <laughs> no, it's going to be way worse nah, than that. It's going to be way worse nah, than that. All right. all right, number one. Yeah. Steal enough yarn to sell on the street in exchange for birth control, which your company will argue you Wait, don't deserve hold, in your healthcare back coverage. Up, back up. Yep. Back up. The yep. yarn, and now we're talking about birth control. Correct. Okay. Steal enough yarn to sell on the street in exchange for birth control, which your company will argue you don't deserve in your health coverage, even though the Affordable Care Act states you do. Take them to court, where they will argue it's against your their religion for you to have sex, and if you're successful, you'll get a better job, and also a handful of stolen Iraqi artifacts that your boss will be forced to admit he should not have had in the first place okay whoever made night in the woods made this game uh <laughs> and they're all cats to make it okay because sure, sure, there's sure. yarn and all this sort of sure stuff. but they're real discussions going on behind the mole people and the cat people and yeah it's dark game. And the, it's a dark game keith do you know what company this game is about uh say it one more time 
Stealing up yarn. So you're stealing yarn to exchange for birth control, even though the Affordable Care Act's like, yo, you should have birth control. You sue your company, and if you win, they have to return a bunch of artifacts that they stole from the Iraqi people. Oh, man. Birth control stealing artifacts. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a military company. It's not. Who is it? Aristotle, do you have any idea? Pfizer or something? Guys, this is Hobby Lobby. No, wait. Okay, hold on. This is the craft store Hobby Lobby. I want you to repeat the game to me again. Steal enough yarn to sell on the street. No, not that. No, I want you to repeat what this game is. This game is... So I... So this, these are things that happened. Yes, I thought I'm creating said. Oh no, thing. these are these real, are things that happen. These are real so scandals and controversies. And I have to think of the company that yes. this is. Okay. Yes, I get it now. Go Do you ahead. know what Hobby Lobby did? I know that they're involved with politics, they, and I don't know how. They denied all of their female employees the right to contraception through ah. their health care. And, and when they sued them, it was on the ground. The Hobby Lobby's defense was on the ground. Yes. Like, it's against our religion. Then, then the CEO of Hobby Lobby was found in possession of a bunch of stolen artifacts from Iraq that he should not have had, that he bought basically on the black market and his lawyers told him not, not to buy. Nothing surprises me anymore. That, who's, who's in Gladiator? Who's in Gladiator? Uh, who's the actor? Oh, what is his Russell name? Russell Crowe. Crow. He had a fucking dinosaur head he had to get yeah. back. Yeah, Did yeah. Did you hear the sentence I just said? <laughs> <laughs> you ready for number two? Sure. Okay. It's an open world game where players are tasked with signing as many business contracts as they can. Ah. But in this cutthroat world of cash, how are they to get ahead? Simple. Promise extravagant vacations. Oh, wait, that isn't working? Okay, throw in some prostitutes. Still no? Okay, uh, just give them a bunch of sex parties. Oh, and throw a bunch of Viagra in their gross mouths. Fuck, this is stressful. Did they buy a car yet? So is this Wolf of Wall Street? No. It's not. No. This is a famous company. Yes, that, that you know. That I know. That got caught trying to get people to sign business contracts with sex parties, free Viagra, free prostitutes, all on vacations. Sidetrack. Uh, why we fight Disney animated the cartoons for it. Continue. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. This is probably our most upsetting episode. This is. This is. <laughs> Keith, what company has created this open world game? Oh, my God. Shoveling Viagra. Just, but they don't sell any of this shit, right? N- nope. It's just this is like what they did. <clears throat> nope. I don't know. Who is this? Volkswagen. The company that made Hitler's car. Well, I know. Okay, they made Hitler's car, but also they didn't get into a lot of trouble because they lied about They lied about emissions. emissions. About and this 10 is what years this is? later. This they, is a different scandal. Todd, 10 years damn before it, the Volkswagen. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they were caught bribing people with all sorts of of sexual favors and it was gross all right number three you ready do it the hardest platformer since celeste is here and it's even more about depression avoid terrifying hazards such as robots that don't care if they crush you severe heat stroke and clouds of bear amazon yeah <laughs> amazon clouds of bear mace that often explode and your company will do nothing to stop it complete the game without dying and your player gets the ultimate prize to use the bathroom for no more than 120 seconds so their productivity will decline and their pay will be cut did you see when he went to india and they tried to eat him what <laughs> <laughs> he went to india and was like Jeff I'm gonna Bezos. Put, yeah he's like i'm gonna put a billion dollars into uh the country and they're all like get the 
fuck out. Good for them. <laughs> Good for them. They understand. Every it. city here was just like bending over backwards. So please come here. They put please. one in my hometown. Weren't they trying to get to like Queens? We like moved out. Yeah, of they moved they to Queens. Trying, and they were trying to get like, Queens, fuck like, get yourself. The fuck out of here. Number four, and Keith. From here on out, I will yeah. ask that you kindly let me finish before you answer correctly. <laughs> Because I no. want you to... <laughs> <laughs> Number four. Every good racing game needs a handful of great drivers, and this one has them all. Play is the cool as ice founder of his own company, who, never mind, he's resigned him in sexual harassment negations. But that's okay. We've got this new driver who's much more respectful, and he's gone because of sexual yeah, harassment allegations, too. No worries. Just a few bad apples and isolated incidents, and now the Times has published a piece on how this has been going on for years. You know what? Never mind. Your driver is now just a faceless person who's never been... Ah, fuck. And now they've all been found out to be abusers too this is bill gates over and over again this is, uh, this is uber this is uber i had to pick which uber scandal i wanted to go with what so what's lyft's thing um uber's just, uber's just been terrible forever and they just stay a company even i mean hemorrhaging cash constantly oh yeah they're both like nothing makes any sense nothing none nothing's of these fair uber, nothing makes any sense uber and lyft as, as a business model, cannot survive. Uber's constantly hemorrhaging money, even though they don't need to buy cars to do anything. They're just a fucking app, and for some reason, they're losing money all the time, yeah. every day. Yeah, they're a terrible, terrible Ugh. company. They're a terrible company morally, and also just as a company. Awful. All right, number five. Ever wanted to manage a team? Pfft, how about an entire fucking league? Yeah, now we're talking. As the president of an entire sport, you'll be tasked with the day-to-day -day tasks of a true leader. Organizing tournaments, taking bribes, sexual harassment, taking bribes, protecting the other criminals around you, taking bribes, ignoring sexism, taking bribes, and of course, the biggest part of the job, taking bribes. So, oh, and hey, extra points if you can get a stadium built with slave labor and pretend you didn't know about it. Okay, I, I know, I know you're trying to say like either FIFA or the Olympics. <laughs> mm -hmm. I know, but this is like 20. This is everything. This is this everything. Is, this is WWE mm -hmm. fully. This <laughs> yeah, is, it is. This is boxing. Yes, this it is. is this every, is this everybody. This is everything. This one is especially... Go for it. What? Which one do you think it is, specifically? The Qatar. So that's... Is that FIFA? It is FIFA. FIFA. It is FIFA. Because even the Olympics can't have people be dying by the hundreds yeah. or whatever. The or fuck. they can, but the country the, who's no, hosting it has to like keep it hush. They have to be really quiet because about it i mean both Bra brazil and brazil, china they built a huge wall yeah. to hide the poor people yeah it what was the fucking fuck was weird. that it's awful number six from the makers of roller coaster tycoon comes the newest addiction sorry i meant addition to the world of corporate games god i almost put my pill in my mouth foot <laughs> foot in my mouth anyway sell incredibly addictive and deadly drugs to people and make sure you underplay how you know they're going to kill tons of people be careful your lawsuit meter doesn't fill up or you'll be forced to declare bankruptcy and probably get away with it anyway is this and this isn't Pfizer? It's who did Oxycontin? It is Purdue Pharma. Is that Oxy? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And fentanyl. How the fuck was that okay? Uh, it's not, and they're they declared bankruptcy because of all the lawsuits, but they're definitely just going to get away with like paying a fine and getting out of it, where every one of those people should Why? go to prison forever. Why? Is it, guys, here's the thing I need to explain to all of you. I know we're playing a game. I know we're doing all this stuff, but I want to just get out there now because mm -hmm. it's hard. We're all grasping for straws right yeah. now. We're playing the game Spoons, and if you don't grab it, you're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> um, I get to have the GoFundMe page when I get sick. Yeah. We're burning that bridge on me, guys. Uh, <sighs> if you get sick and you want us to retweet that you're sick, 
Nope. Nope. <laughs> only Keith gets it. <laughs> I'm burning that. I'm using that. We only. You Every, only get, you get one, one. You get one in your social circle. You only get one Kickstarter for chemo, and Keith is calling oh, it. Three hundred. That was an alliterative sentence as fuck. Three hundred grand, baby, all towards my GoFundMe. I'm horrified by the world. <laughs> Number seven. It's Super Mario Maker, but for banks, create the silliest of accounts possible just to meet sales quotas using whatever the fuck you want. Take all the things you've loved about previous bank accounts, fees and other fees, and shove them into new and completely fraudulent accounts for financial incentives. And just like Mario Maker, there are some real sick fucks having fun with this one. Wells Fargo. This is Wells Fargo. Uh, It's every bank in New York City. I remember when I moved there, they just took over. They just stole money from people's accounts and put them into fake accounts and hope they wouldn't notice. Classic thing. Well, you know what the CEO does? classic thing ceo fucks up makes horrible mistake resigns and gives himself 60 million dollars they all do wow all right we've got two more number eight a new stealth game for a new era of gaming no more sneaking around army bases with camo and guns now you'll be sneaking information from one person to an entire political consulting firm what will they use it for bribery blackmail influencing an entire nation of voters during a presidential campaign and inundating them with russian propaganda to help elect a rapist it's the last one. This one's about Facebook. So, Fuck Facebook. Is this also <laughs> coinciding with uh, Twitter, Google? Mm-hmm. All of them have had uh, very similar scandals. What do we scandals. do? Like, I, I, we have to go on Instagram to promote this. We which is go owned on, by we Facebook. Got, we got to go on Twitter to promote this. Yeah, which lets Nazis run free. We got to... We, you guys have to go on Apple. They hide their money. Foxconn, who also... Who owns Spotify? Doesn't uh, Facebook own Spotify? I wouldn't be shocked if they did. God damn it. Yeah, the world is evil. What do we do? Evil. Every time I go on my phone, it tells me it was listening to me and tells mm-hmm. me that I should buy that thing I bring talking yeah. about. Yeah. So everyone get... Do you get this on your phone too, Aristotle? Like, are we all just kind of like accepting it? Yeah. It's... uh, We've reached a point... Right before everything breaks apart into horrible violence, which we don't like to talk about because we hope it doesn't happen. I hope it doesn't happen, but I mean, I, Australia is, is, on, is fire. on fire. And uh, listen, if you've studied history ever, you know that it's pretty cyclical. Uh, the rich get richer until they get too rich, and then the poor get really upset. They're just, they're having ash poured down like snow in yeah. Australia. Yeah. It's horrifying. Anyway, last one. Number last nine. One. From the creators of Space Invaders comes the new arcade hit, Asbestos Deniers. Shoot down a barrage of incoming claims that your product, aimed at use on babies, contains the known carcinogen asbestos. This game would be about preventing asbestos from getting into the product in the first place, but let's be real. There's gonna be some asbestos in that powder. There's just gonna be. How hard could it possibly be not to use asbestos in your baby powder, you ask? Incredulously? Shut up. There's none. Almost none. Please stop suing us for definitely using asbestos in our baby powder. This is Johnson & Johnson. This is Johnson & Johnson, which just for some reason couldn't stop themselves from putting a cancer-causing agent in baby powder Uh, for decades. This joke works on multiple levels. They're dicks. (laughs) Hey. I like what you did there. Hey-oh. This has been a depressing game. Guys, what is this world? You said yours was supposed to be fun and happy. You said it was supposed to be. It was fun in a way. All right, happy breaks one and two were a smashing success. So here we are for a third break. Keith, why don't you start us off? Jesse. Yeah. The darkness takes us all. Right, Uh, sure does. What are you doing? Um, 
what are you doing? Uh, I'm working on having anxiety <laughs> attacks, and I'm realizing how much of my shame in life is just anxiety. Is that what you talked about in therapy? I talked in therapy about how I'm stuck in a cycle of uh, inviting people in and pushing them away because... I hate myself if nobody... Oh, this is too real. I can't talk about this. <laughs> oh, so what I said is, fine. <laughs> I'm I'm basically... Um, you should buy my book called The Rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, oh, my God. I'm, I'm talking about how uh, I experience anxiety if I don't have external validation because when I'm alone for more than 20 minutes without somebody being like, hey, what's your deal? I feel like I hate myself and I'm worthless. See, what I found out in therapy, mm -hmm. again, it's like we just go through these cycles. Because, guys, I was on meds. I'm no longer on meds. And how you approach that subject is weird. Yeah. Because I didn't make a decision to get off meds. And you just kind of stopped. I had the veil open from under my head, from opening my eyes, and me essentially being like, oh, my anxiety, like, went away. That cycle that I'm in is just gone. Yeah. Because the cycle I was living in was me being a victim and me being upset in situations where I'm being treated unfairly and I don't say anything about mm -hmm. it. And that's all it is. When you're upset with your parents, it's because, it's not because they said that one mean thing to you. It's because you've had this conversation every single day with your parents. Yeah. Every single day. It has nothing to do with whatever the specific, you get mad at your mom, because she fucking said the same thing to you when you were five and has said it to you every single day since. Not only was this supposed to be the happy break, <laughs> this was supposed to be the happy break about me. <laughs> and I feel <laughs> like there is nothing we can do to get out of this. About you? Yeah. What do you want to talk about you for? I don't for? know. I don't know, Keith. <laughs> See, again, you're in your cycle. <laughs> you push me away when I was trying to relate to you. Oh my god! And he just Jesse doesn't listen to me, and there you guys go. Let's get back to the show. Yeah. In the way you know that now it's the over. Music for uh, America's Army. Who? Doyle W. Donahue. I don't know who, who? that is. Donahue. D O N E H O O. Dunhue. To what? Do I know who this guy is? Doyle W. Dunhu. Dunhu. That sounds like a made-up name from a bad comedy. Uh, he, like, made, he made the music. He's a composer for it. He made it, the music for Dawn of War, but he also did the music for America's Army. It's hilarious to me. They hired people outside of the military to do this game. Yeah. yeah. We have to go talk to video game people and discuss it as to what do we do and how do we uh, get it. Yeah. Guys, Unreal Engine... This was like the first game that came out on Unreal Engine 2. Is it really? Yeah. It was like, it was at a time, uh, this was like it. This was the This was game. the thing. And I'm trying to find it because I'm pretty sure I don't want to throw their name out there uh, and throw them under the bus, but I'm absolutely positive that uh, Ubisoft helped to make this game. <laughs> really? <Yeah. laughs> that makes the most sense imaginable. Yeah. So this was it. This game won so many, so many awards. awards, controversy all over. It's all just propaganda. Uh, this game is con because uh, I bring up why we fight. Mm -hmm. uh, this game is referred to as people in propaganda world as the game uh, how we fight. Oh, interesting. Yeah.
So like, so the, it's a, just a known accepted it, it propaganda. It takes thing. away the moral aspect of why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah, and just this is how you do it. This is how you do it. This is how you, this is how you shoot kill. an M16. This is how you use the grenade launcher. This is how you, you know? use all the stuff that you're going to use to kill. Um, so this game fucking sucks. Yep. Uh, the people who made it fucking suck. It's a shitty ass fucking game, and the dude who is helping children can go die in a fucking fire for all i care jam i hate it yeah it's insane to me it should be it should be insane to everybody this is uh it, it's amazing to me how hypocritical it is for an entire culture to hate video games and then turn around and try to use it for the most nefarious of purposes imaginable it's gross Aristotle, turn your mic on and just say something kind and, and nice and unrelated to the mic for a second. Give us a give us a quick Aristotle break. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't think of anything. That was good. That was the perfect thing you could have said. Keith, do you have final thoughts on this game? Uh, one month after taking over production, the Army signed an exclusive long-term contract with Ubisoft to reach a wider and younger audience. I repeat that. A wider and younger audience younger jesus again this should be fucking upsetting to you this should be illegal yeah it's not okay you're making little kids want to join the fucking military yeah that's gross that's fucked up that's fucked up Ah, sorry i had to make sure it was ubisoft because i said their name and i don't want to fucking just throw it out you want to fact check it yeah i want to fact check that the horrible evil fucking company ubisoft helped make this bullshit game okay this has been uh, a dark and at times upsetting episode so, Keith, I'd like to take a second here and just say some nice things into the microphone. Mm, okay. Kittens. Um, puppies, puppies exist. Cookies are very often chewy and crunchy at the same time, mm. and that's good. Macaroni and cheese mm. continues to be delicious. Mm. Sauces as well. Music is fun <laughs> uh, and very often Hold happy. On. Hold on. Yep. I'm just, it sounds like you're already running out of things. I am. I have very <laughs> few things. Um, I like. The, like, you said music, like, oh shit, ditch effort. Uh, music is as, a, as a general as thing. As a general thing. Is, is great. I'll keep going. Uh, the sex sh- can be fun. Sex can be fun. Sex can be fun. Sex can be fun. Yeah. Yes, sex can. Sex can be fun. Sometimes sex can be fun. Sometimes it's not horrible. Sometimes it's not bad. You guys ever had horrible sex experiences? Horrible. Horrible sex. Aristotle, you go first. You, can, uh, no. you go first. Jesus you go first. No, but uh, You're really dragging us, us back us. down, go, Keith. Yeah. Really dragging us go, back go, down. Go, go, go. Tell us. Horrible, horrible. Go. Everyone wants to know. No, I'm good. What? No, I, oh, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I meant like, I'm good. He's no, good. He's good. Yeah. He's fucking good. Sometimes <laughs> Who you fuck good. badly? Uh, who, who you fuck badly? Aristotle. Who you fuck badly? that wasn't good, that it was badly. Who you fuck badly? Who rolled their eyes at you when you were done? You know what I mean? Who didn't moan, but instead deep sighed? I forgot you were in a relationship for 10 years. So yeah. just, <laughs> I'm just bringing up bad thoughts. Bad thoughts. Uh, bad, bad thoughts. thoughts bad, bad thoughts. thoughts. Pause back to let's nice. Get, let's get back to good things. Back to good you things. Ever, you ever had uh, Indian food? Holy shit. <laughs> oh, man. Holy shit. Wow. Uh, mango lassies are oh, fantastic. Ever had a mango lassie when you're high? When you're high. Guys, drugs. Guys, drugs. Mostly just weed. Not, yeah, not the, not the drugs that are horrible. Oh, Although man. I'm getting Don't on the shrooms it. train lately. 
Where is Ooh. it? Where is Where is that train? Where is that train? It I've been trying to get on the train. It for leaves years. from Austin, which is a great city. What? Austin's a great city. <laughs> Austin's great. I you ever hike up a mountain and then just look out? That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Feel accomplished for what? For hiking up I'm a mountain. Making the hike. Yeah, you got legs. You woke yeah. up. Yeah, you got you, you know made legs. It there. Legs are great. I watched, legs are great. I watched the movie uh, The Sister Brothers mm-hmm. uh, with John C. Riley. Sure. And uh, 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 the guy who played the Joker. I forget his name. Walking Phoenix. Walking Phoenix. Walking Phoenix. And I have to say. Uh, very watchable those two. Yeah, very watch. I like John C. Riley. I do too. I like him a lot. And Walking Phoenix is great. He's one of my favorite actors. Both of them are making movies. Both of them and are that's doing good. stuff. Guys, Meryl Streep. I'm just gonna say her name. Meryl Streep. That's cool. That's cool. Right. Right. Who are you, who, right? Who are you fucking badly? Who are you fucking who badly? Are you fucking badly? Who, are you, who are you fucking who, badly? Give us a bad fuck story. Aristotle, give us a uh, come bad on, fuck story. Come on, people are clamoring for it. Give us a bad fuck story. I'll, I'll give you a bad fuck story. I'll give you a bad fuck story if you give I mean, me a I bad fuck story. I don't have a bad fuck oh, story. Oh, okay. Okay. Throwing it down. Okay. Throwing it down. Like, none of them... There was never a bad time. There were just oh, times for, that for were not you. as good as other times. Wait, 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 wait. wait. So you're saying they, you, they've never walked away disappointed is what you're saying. Uh, it's never been I don't that. Know I'm saying that. Oh! <laughs> so, oh, baby, baby, baby. Oh, baby, baby. Uh, talk about that bad fucking. Who you fuck badly? Who you fucking badly? Who you fucking badly? I have... <sighs> Who you doing a poor job of There's, fucking? What? There's this what? I cannot. I don't know. Oh, my God. We're so we got a nibble. We got a nibble on, on the end of that line. Buddy. I saw the bobber oh, go up like and down. Tr- like I tr- don't. There isn't a story. There's the. There's nothing. There's got to be. You're, a story. You're mining an empty. Nah, man. Empty mine here. <laughs> you were just too tired. You're too, you're you weren't a in the mood. You were in the mood. You're a little drunk. You're a little sick. There's surely you're nauseous. That too tired. How for many, sure. How many, you too full. Too full to fuck. How? Never. But let's be honest. How much of <laughs> sex is just timing out when you're gonna shit? Can we just uh, what? <laughs> what? None of it. What? What? How much of it is you being like, I can't eat that. I want to have sex later. Oh, that yeah. That's no, what that's, I'm talking that's about. That's a lot. That's a lot. I uh, yeah. How much of that is just like that's all you think I about have, all day is I have what two, am I gonna eat? When am I gonna go to the bathroom? I have two different diets. Uh, diet when I don't expect to have sex and I will eat Chipotle <laughs> and diet when That's I do expect when you eat Chipotle. <laughs> yeah. like, there's that joke in the office when he and Holly are dating and like, mm-hmm. oh, and so we're going to have sex later, right? He says jokingly and she's like, yeah. <laughs> so what are you going to order? It's like, oh, I don't I don't You see it like just be like, yeah, <laughs> now this changes things. I guess I'll now just, this I get things. a nice salad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, whenever I, I saw like a date night meal that was like steak, potatoes, and stuff. I'm like, how you gonna fuck after that? I was we're like, not. I was like, you have sex first, and then you eat all that bullshit yeah. after. That's how you do Listen, it. Listen, the best times to eat, like fuck for hours, and then order delivery, and then show up shirtless at the door, and the delivery guy's like, I hate guys, my night compared to yours. Guys, please, if. If somebody walked by the podcast the first 40 minutes, but is now walking by, yeah. please just It let is the them same episode. Just- <laughs> it is the same episode. You know what I think we should do? What? I'm genuine. We should, after we're done recording the episode, yeah. we should just record tiny two-minute breaks where we just talk about stuff that is unrelated, <laughs> and I'll edit them in. Can we do that? That sounds fun to me. I'd like to do that. So that explains what happens. Uh... Y- y- you'll get it. What else is good? Who I, you know what? I have a question. 
Oh, for me? Yeah. Okay. Who are you fucking badly? <laughs> <laughs> uh, What's the uh, dating world? You're dating like three people right now. Sorry to blow no. up your spot. No. <laughs> you just straight up said no. He sure was like, fuck you. That's not true. That was perfect. He cut me off mid-sentence. I've never seen him do that ever in my whole life. He tried to blow up his spot, and he was like, I will set the record I'm to, fucking yeah, I'm straight. To, uh, r- rumors spread. No. No. Man, tell us about those no. those five people you fucked wait, last wait, night. Wait, wait, wait. The, the three women you're dating exclusively oh listen to all the podcasts you work on? No way. That's like... That's gl- who I you got? You got so Todd Glass. For, I feel so bad for Arizona right now. To go through, right we got Tim Heidecker <laughs> he to go through. <laughs> I should have went down the John C. Riley path. <laughs> I, I, I threw it he out was on there. the phone earlier today was on it? Tim's podcast. Was there you it? Go. How do we get him? Listeners, just so just so you know, Aristotle is not dating a bunch of people at the same time. Definitely, most certainly not. No, it's not a Mrs. Doubtfire situation where he has to dress but, up like an old woman. So he doesn't have to, but he's he does. A, he does. He's a good guy. Yeah. He's a good guy. Who are you fucking badly as Mrs. Doubtfire? Which one of the three women you fucking is you fucking badly as Mrs. Doubtfire? Why? Why? Because <laughs> we talked about military stuff for way uh, too long. It was way teach, too depressing. This will teach you to be our friend. Get all the tension Let's out. about cats. What? The musical? That, that, no. that movie oh. sucked. God, it was I bad. genuinely forgot about the movie. Did you see you that movie? Did? No. Of course Why not. Why did you see I it? I haven't seen it either. Why no did you want to see it? I saw Uncut Gems. How was did that? You? On a date. It was was it good? Oh, yeah. Nice. Great, great, date. great movie. You saw a movie with three people. <laughs> <laughs> it's expensive dating, you know? <laughs> I you saw four tickets. I saw 1917. Yeah, Ooh, how, Jesse, wow. how was it? There's a point where one of the characters just breaks down and start crying. Yeah. Like like an hour and a half in. Yeah. And I was like, only now? Only now. <laughs> yeah. That movie is so stressful. It is so good. How much it of it, so how many good. of them have uh shot uh battle shock? I mean how many of them are going through? Oh have shell shock? Shell shock, yeah. I mean they show a lot of that because that's mostly what it is. What they what they do a good job of showing because it's not even a battle. It's just like no, you it's just, just it's travel. just torture. It's just torture. Yeah. Until you're told to get off the front. Um, everybody is pissed. Everybody hates the war. There are bodies fucking everywhere. Yeah. Cause like because you're not allowed to go clean it up. The bodies stay out there for years. They show an amazing. They do an amazing job showing just like the carnage and how gross and upsetting it is. Every it is a very well shown. It is a beautiful. I, I gotta shot watch movie. the things they carried first before I see 1917. I've read that book. Well, the things they carried, I think, is uh, the Phil Jackson, or not Phil Jackson, <laughs> the, the the coach of the Lakers. Yeah. <laughs> it, but spoiler alert: they all carried basketballs. Yeah, That's no, no. It. Uh, the guy made Lord of the Rings. Oh, uh, something Peter Jackson. Yeah, he had all the footage, and he was able to bring it back. It's Vietnam War, and- yeah. No, it's World War One. Oh, the, he has the like he has like old is, weapons and stuff. The things they carried is a Vietnam one. It's a it's a book uh, about Vietnam uh, from an author who fought in the war. But yeah, well, there you uh, go, guys. There you go. We brought it there back. Oh fuck, we brought it back. <laughs> who you fucking? Who badly? you fucking badly, who Aristotle? Fucking badly? Which one of these eighteen women you fucking? You fucking badly, Aristotle. I've been meeting a lot of cats lately. All right, and we it's should... always bad because I'm allergic no, to cats. Here's the thing. What's I've been the, diving what's in. The, what's the dating scene like? Can you oh, tell I people what's the dating scene like in even, L.A.? I can't even tell you, because I, I genuinely don't know. Okay, so what's I was there? on Tinder for like a week. 
I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to do this. But anymore. what can just explain to people what it's like to date in L.A.? Uh, what do you do? What's like a normal? I don't know. Because okay, other I, people's experiences then. Yeah, tell us about your tell us about your buddy Dave's experience. Yeah. Uh, meet up at a bar. Sure. Have a drink. Sure. How'd you meet? How do you meet? Is it an app every time? You got a dating app. I see. Well, are we? <laughs> We're talking about we're, Dave. We're talking, we're talking about, about Dave. Dave. Aerosol, we're talking about Dave. Dave and the three women he's dating and seeing uncut gems with. <laughs> Which, let me ask you a question. Who's, who's Dave uh, fucking who badly? Who is Dave, who's Dave fucking, fucking badly? badly? Who is Dave fucking badly? Should we get the fuck out of here? I mean, do is there anything else we want to say about this atrocious game and propaganda? No. We should just leave, right? Yeah, we should just leave. Keith, Keith is sulking into the microphone. <laughs> You sound like um, you sound like an eight-year-old boy who's trying to get out of going to school today. Hey, <laughs> Should I take your temperature? No, yeah. <laughs> it says ninety-eight point six, so there's no fever. What? No, it's wrong. Okay, are you feeling nauseous? Yeah. Okay, is it something you ate? Yeah. What'd you eat? I don't know. You don't know what you ate? Oh no. Is it because you have a test today? <laughs> No, yeah, but I you do have a test today, don't I you? Studied. You you studied? Yeah, with Brendan last week. You studied with Brendan last week. I'm you studied sick. with Brendan. I'm gonna throw up. I'm gonna be real, Keith. You don't sound sick. I fucking hate you. What was that? I fucking hate you. Yeah, you're going to school today. <laughs> hey, you're definitely going to school today. Okay. Who taught you to talk like that? <laughs> Tattoo. He's like tattoo. Tattoo told you to talk. Tattoo told you to talk like that. Who's tattoo? He's my tattoo friend. What does that mean? He's your tattoo friend. He's got tattoos on his face. Wait, wait. You were hanging out with a man with tattoos on his face. You were eight. I'm sick. Guys, uh, podcasts where they just improvise the whole time are fucking easy. <laughs> okay, we got to get out of here. This game is terrible. Thank you for telling me all about it, Keith. Aristotle. Keith. Jesse. This army bullshit. This is New Player's Choice. Wow. <laughs> Goodbye. These have been going great. Happy break number four. Keith, say something happy. Human trafficking's around. Let's get back to the show. Let's get back to the show.